Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interest of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. Welcome to The Active Wealth Show with your host, Fort Stokes. Fort is a fiduciary and licensed financial advisor who places your needs first. He'll help you protect and grow your wealth. The Active Wealth Show has grown because activators like you want to activate their retirement planning with sound, tax-efficient investing. And now, your host, Ford Stokes. And welcome to the Active Wealth Show. Activators, I'm Ford Stokes, your chief financial advisor, and I'm joined by Sam Davis, our executive radio producer. Sam, say hello to the folks. Welcome to the Weekend Activators. It is March, and man, so quickly we are coming up on the end of March and spring is here in Atlanta and we're glad you're here on the Active Wealth Show. Well, it's also great to get the weekend ambassador here when we've got better weather. And so it's great to have you welcoming everybody to the weekend, Sam, and um, thanks for everything you do for us. Also, everybody out there, all the activators, I wanted to recognize Sam Davis because two years to the day, Sam Davis started producing the Active Wealth Show. And Sam, we sincerely appreciate you. You always give us great insight, but also you do a great job at producing this show. And the, the Active Wealth Show wouldn't be what it is today, which is the number one listened to radio show on AM 920 Answer on the weekends without you. And just for me, your host, Ford Stokes, I just want to say thank you, Sam. Well, thank you. It's it's good to be here, and I always love hearing from the activators that have grown in number over the last couple of years, and we've got another big show coming up for him today. No doubt, and in case you're wondering, folks, he doesn't take compliments very often or very well, so we're going to keep moving. So, all right, so we're here's what we got on today's show, other than celebrating everything that is Sam Davis um, to uh, for being our radio producer for the last two years. We're going to give you a really kind of a really cool market update today. And we're also going to give you a brand new segment called the rate is right. And we're going to try to do that at the beginning of segment two. And so you're going to want to stick around for that one. It's I think you're really going to enjoy it. And for all of those folks who stayed home sick and watched the prices right at 11 a.m. Um, when you stayed home sick from school, you're going to love the rate is right. I think you're going to love that that segment. And then we're going to talk about, hey, if you don't have a plan, um, here's what you need to do uh, during this difficult time with social unrest, end of the pandemic, and Russia invading Ukraine and things like that. Uh, we've got, we're going to walk through kind of a smart financial plan for you. We'll also share this week's cross cutter and um, kind of a, it, it's an interesting cost cutter, but there's also um, kind of a rudimentary version that SunTrust moving to Truist Bank did for a lot of folks. And we'll talk through that. And then we're going to talk in detail a couple of times about structured notes because it's a really big deal. And it's a what we think is a is a good place to consider placing your money. Obviously, it does involve market risk, but our new structured note for April is paying a significant interest rate over the next 12 months. And we're going to share that with you um, during the rate is right segment as well. So let's get right into this market update, Sam. Your active wealth market update. 
U.S. stocks rose as oil prices eased Thursday. Investors are watching to see the outcome of the NATO European leaders summit and the latest on Russia and Ukraine. President Biden um, also was delivered an address on Thursday. Uh, all three of U.S. major averages rose with the Nasdaq composite pacing early lead. Um, you basically had uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 235.98 points at a 0.69% change. S&P 500 was up um, 43.90, which was almost a 1% change at just 0.99%. And NASDAQ Composite Index was up 148.34 points at 1.07% um, respectively. Bond yields remained elevated with the yield on the 10-year Treasury at 236 which is a lot higher than the 1.3 it was at some point last year. And U.S. crude held around $114 a barrel, while Brent, the global benchmark, hovered above $120 a barrel. Gold continued its climb to $1,960 per ounce. And another neat update that I thought was really telling of the times and it's aggressive. And I just like how entrepreneurial the governor of Florida is, but Ron DeSantis signed a bill requiring a financial literacy course for graduation. The governor said the bill will help students get ready for life after high school, which was, I thought one of the smartest things I've seen in a long time. Students who enter high school in the 2023-2024 school year will be required to take a financial literacy course to be able to graduate under a bill signed on Tuesday by Governor Ron DeSantis. DeSantis touted the bill SB 1054 as a way of getting students ready for life after high school. We think that it will help improve students' ability in financial management for when they end up in the real world, but also using these skills as pathways to high demand fields, which are very high demand fields in this regard. DeSantis said during a bill signing event in Wesley Chapel. I Listen, I realize he is the governor of the state of Florida and not the governor of the state of Georgia, but I thought it was just wide sweeping and a really smart way to go it, way to go about it. Under the measure, students will be required to take a half credit course in personal financial literacy and money management. The course will include instruction on concepts such as different types of bank accounts, how to open accounts, credit and credit scores, types of savings and investments, and completing loan applications. The bill will reduce the number of required electives from the current eight credits to seven and a half credits. Lawmakers, including Senate President Wilton Simpson, um, who's a Republican out of Trilby, Florida, and educational consumer uh, and education commissioner Richard Corcoran, joined DeSantis for the event. I happen to really, I, I know Jimmy Petronas, who's the chief financial officer um, and he for the state of Florida, and he praised the bill. Financial literacy is an important key to a strong financial future, and I'm proud that learning the basics of credit, budgeting, savings, and investing will now be taught throughout Florida's schools, Petronas said in a statement. And I would just say this. The gauntlet's been laid down, Governor Kemp. I would, I would strongly recommend that you do something similar. I think it's incredibly important that all of our children learn financial literacy and stop this rampant credit card stuff and buying things and 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 also realize that you know not not all is cryptocurrency, right? You should be investing in 
in stocks you should be investing in, whether it's bonds or structured notes or even fixed index annuities, maybe not at a young age for fixed index annuities, but you got to watch the credit card debt. You've got to watch what you're doing. You need to be saving, you know, 10, 15, 20% of your income and living off the rest. So therefore you can plan for a rainy day and you can plan for retirement. All of us need to do a better job at planning for retirement, but specifically the kids as they get started out when they have a high amount of human capital, but a low amount of actual wealth capital, they need to start saving 15 to 20% of their income and live within their means so they can build up the wealth capital as their human capital depletes. And I'm just hoping that Governor Kemp will do something about this and, and follow suit and not just think it's a me too bill. He should do something. And and we're calling out Governor Kemp on this radio show right now on the Active Wealth Show to implement something like this for our children in Georgia. It really needs to happen. So that is a different type of market update than probably you were anticipating, but we think it's a really big deal. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the rate is right. We're going to unleash our new segment. I think you're really going to like it. Also, I wanted to make sure everybody understood that we had jobless claims. The dip was down the lowest since 1969 um, and they're down to right around 189,000. And I'm glad that we finally got in a percentage lower where it continues to go down. Um, there's a lot of jobs out there. And please, if you're hearing the sound of my voice and you're thinking about going back to work or you're trying to figure out what you're going to do, get out there and get a job, start working. Uh, you know, Dave Ramsey says the greatest wealth generator for yourself is your personal income. And I agree with him. And it's, it will make more than any financial advisor can for you off of your, your principal and your, and especially when you're still in your working years. So do everything you can to don't continue to take time off, do everything you can to get out there and work and contribute I think there's over 7 million open jobs out there and Atlanta's got a lot of them. We've got within five miles of my office, there's 150,000 jobs that make over a hundred thousand dollars a year within five miles of my office here in Sandy Springs and Dunwoody. Uh, we're on the, the 29th floor of the King building and the King queen buildings um, over in the concourse area. Um, and we overlook Georgia 400 and 285 and also um, perimeter mall and all of Dunwoody and Sandy Springs. And I'd say there's a lot of commerce that's going on around here. And we'd love for um, folks who are looking for jobs to be a part of that for sure. Um, but again, if you want, if you've got an old 401k and you don't know what to do with it and you're trying to figure out how to grow your money, I would encourage you to schedule your free consultation with us at activewealth.com. Just visit activewealth.com. Click that set an appointment button in the upper right corner and we're happy to help you out. Again, when we come back from the break, we're going to unveil our new segment, The Rate is Right. I think you're going to like this segment. I think you're going to learn a lot in this segment, too, about what's working and what's not working out there to help protect and grow your wealth. And we're so glad you're with us here. We're so glad you're listening to us on this two-year anniversary of Sam Davis, our executive producer, producing this show. Um, it's a very special um, show for us here at on the Active Well Show, and you're listening to the Active Well Show right here on AM 920 The Answer. Come right back.
Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer. Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to project the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. And welcome back, Activators, the Active Wealth Show. And as promised, we are going to play The Rate is Right. So many of you have been fans in your lifetimes of The Price is Right, just as Sam and I have been. And again, I want to mention that this is Sam's two-year anniversary of first producing this show. He's produced our show for the last two years. And again, thank you, Sam. And we're, we're going to play rate up and rate down but we're going to start with rates down first all right so here's a rate down rate down is even though corporate bonds have gone up over recent months and we're in a slightly rising interest rate environment but rate down on a 60 40 portfolio with a bond portion of the portfolio uh, in 2021 the St. Louis Federal Reserve on fred.stlouisfed.org, they said that the 12-month look back in December was 3.30% on the Moody's BAA corporate bond yield, so 3.3% a year. That's pretty low compared to rate up would be a structured note. Both are securities. Both are uh, involve market risk. And both can give you a significant interest rate. But we think that 12.75%, we're actually incredibly confident. And we know that 12.75% is greater than 3.30%. And our April note that is offered by UBS is offering it at 12.75% minimum annualized rate. And the underlying indexes for this note are the S&P 500, the Russell 2000, and the NASDAQ 100. The principal is protected up to the downside barrier or level of the underlying equity index, and that barrier index is 30%. So as long as the S&P 500, the Russell 2000, and the NASDAQ 100 do not lose 30% of their value over the next 12 months, your principal will be protected. Also, we do one other thing to further protect you from this rate up opportunity is we will ladder these over the next five months. So let's say you had $100,000 you want to put in structured notes. So we would take $20,000 a month over the next five months, at you know, and then we would invest it with five different banks, five different starting points, the indices, five different interest rates to diversify your risk with the structured notes. Because the premise there is, listen, if the NASDAQ 100, the Russell 2000, or the S&P 500 were to lose... 30% of their value, if one of those three were to lose 30% of their value, chances are that the other four months and the other four structured notes you bought, those starting points, the indices would be at a lower point and it probably wouldn't go down another 30%, another 30%, another 30% to the point where you get to the end of five, the fifth month and the fifth note, you're looking at, you'd have to go down 150% to hit that lower number. 
and to hit the principal barrier. So you, again, I want to be clear, a structured note is a bond plus a derivative, but your principal, and it does involve a principal buffer. And as long as the NASDAQ 100, the Russell 2000, and the S&P 500 don't lose 30% of its value, of their value, in over the next 12 months, your principal is 100% protected and you get a minimum of 12.75% as guaranteed by the financial paying ability and capability of UBS, which is obviously an A-rated wirehouse and bank. And, and so we think that's the right way to go. We, we think structured notes that you should be taking 10 to 20 up to 40% of your portfolio right now, when you're dealing with market unrest and market volatility to get a disproportionate share and a disproportionate interest rate growth on your structured note. And 12.75% is very attractive right now. Imagine if your entire portfolio was doing 12.75% this year versus what it's doing. Also, if your advisor is not currently offering structured notes that are offering a minimum of 12.75% for April, then I would encourage you to give us a call at 770-685-1777. Again, 770-685-1777 or visit activewealth.com. Sam, you and I were also talking about rate up and rate down, and we want to talk about the prices right. What is your favorite prices right game? Yeah, well, when I think of the prices right, I definitely think of spinning the big wheel. But my favorite game is probably Plinko and watching that chip. Sometimes it would move all the way across the board and you'd land in a big one. And yeah, that looks fun. If I was on the prices right, I'd want to be playing Plinko. Yeah, that's awesome. So if I was on the prices right, I'd love to be playing Cliffhanger where they've got the little guy. And I think you've got a sounder for us where he's climbing up the hill. Um, that one I love. I also like the golf game. That's a good one. Um, and then, uh, just also when you've got a dollar to spend, that's a pretty neat one, um, on the grocery store items and, uh, all great games. I'm obviously a huge fan of the showcase showdown and, a a young lady, a friend of mine who went to, um, college with me, she was a flight attendant at the time and she had a layover in, in Los Angeles and she was based out of here and she was on the prices, right? They put her on there. And she won a boat and a trip and everything else. She cast it all out right there um, and got all her money within a, like 72 hours. Um, so it was a pretty neat thing. But we we like the Price Right, and so we want to give them credit. Make sure you guys watch uh, the Prices Right. And I, I just we we wanted to do this this new segment, rate up and rate down. There's all there's always other different types of things that are rate down and rate up that we'll cover. Um, but today we're, we're covering bonds kind of right down with a Moody's BA index uh, last year performance of 3.30% over a 12 month period. And we're looking at rate up with structured notes that do involve market risk as do bonds as well. Um, but we're looking at a minimum interest rate of 12.75% over the next 12 months. And so we think that's a big deal. And, Listen, structured notes do involve market risk, like we said. They are bonds plus a derivative to be able to do that. But as long as the S&P 500, the Russell 2000, and the NASDAQ 100 don't lose 30% of their value over the next 12 months, your principal is protected. And we like to further protect you by doing a structured note ladder where we do five consecutive notes in equal amounts with five different banks 
five different starting points in the indices and five different interest rates to kind of diversify your risk. And I want to go into a little bit more information about structured notes. Structured notes are a large part of today's financial landscape. Globally, investments allocated to structured notes are an estimated to be in excess of $2 trillion. Even though structured notes have been issued in the U.S. since the mid-1990s, the availability of information um, for structured notes has been relatively scarce. That's why we talk about them here on the show. With equity markets at near all-time highs and interest rates at near historical lows, even though we're going up slightly, but chances are the U.S. government's not going to continue to do rate hikes way too much because you're looking at at huge problems when you you do that when you've got 30.3 trillion dollars according to the u.s debt clock uh, you know that's they're not going to increase the rates that they've got to pay on their debt there's been a growing interest in the use of structured notes in the portfolio construction process and that's what we we've pivoted to we've we feel like the safe leg of the stool with bonds has got a little bit of an issue because the go forward price to earnings ratio on U.S. corporate bonds right now is over 135, whereas the go go forward price to earnings ratio on uh, or a PE ratio on U.S. stocks and equities is right between 22 and 23. Considering the size of this market and limited available information, it really strikes us as an opportunity for us as fiduciary based advisors to really help our clients generate a unique and significant rate of return. And it's also a differentiator for us and gives us a competitive edge against other um, wirehouses and other banks. Because we, we're we looking at, at if you walk into your bank and you want to talk to that advisor, they're going to sell you a structured note that involves a brokerage commission. Our commissions are fee-based. So we don't, it's just a different allocation and investment sleeve for us. So we're able to pass on the amount that you would have been charged on the brokerage commission, we're able to keep that in the product and keep that earning and growing for you. And so it is a higher rate of return than you can typically get with a brokerage commission-based structured note. A structured note is a financial instrument generally issued by a large well-known financial institution. The terms vary in both in time to maturity and market exposure. Each month, banks bring out their list of calendar offerings. It's important to point out that issuers split their calendar terms between brokerage offerings, where brokers are paid an upfront commission and advisory offerings. Because advisory offerings, like I said, are fee-based for fiduciary advisors like me and like our firm, the issuers can strip out the commissions and provide a more competitive term for the end investor. And when we come back from the break, I, I hope we've answered a lot of questions about this rate up, rate down, this the rate is right segment, but also on structured notes versus bonds and use corporate bonds. I would encourage you to consider structured notes as a bond replacement. And again, feel free to give us a call at 770-685-1777. Again, 770-685-1777. Or visit activewealth.com to schedule your free consultation with us. We're happy to help you understand your portfolio and and what what opportunities there are for you and how you can build a smart financial plan and help you protect and grow your wealth when we come back for the break we're going to talk about how to build that smart financial plan you'll see active wealth show right here on am 920 the answer
And welcome back, Activators, the Active Wealth Show, here on this special edition of the Active Wealth Show on the two-year anniversary of Sam Davis being our executive producer, and we appreciate you, Sam. Sam, let's hit him with a cost cutter. Ready to save some money? Here's our retirement cost cutter of the week. Here's our retirement cost cutter for the week. We're going to talk about utilizing Truebill or trying to figure out how do you get rid of those old subscriptions so you can get rid of that leaky hole in the bucket and you want to eliminate those unwanted and unneeded monthly subscriptions that people, that companies have loved to, to, to burden us with. And Sam, you've got some experience in working with Truebill a little bit and kind of going around the site and uh, wanted to kind of bring you in and get your experience. Yeah, so I actually downloaded Truebill a couple weeks ago, you know, just sitting at home over the weekend. I'd heard about it, wanted to play around with it. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, it's it you sign in with your bank and everything's all secure and verified. And then once you get into the app, it, it almost starts building a budget for you right away. It can see how much money's coming in, how much money's going out. You can look at different categories like, hey, you know, look at your grocery spending and, you know, it'll tell you, hey, every time you go to Publix, you're spending an average of this much. Or every time you go to Costco, you're spending an average of this much. Um, that's an interesting thing to look at. Uh, but the, you know, the main point and the value is, yeah, getting rid of those subscriptions. I know, especially over the last couple of years with everybody just being at home, watching movies, TV, you know, you know, subscription services for deliveries and, and the rest, you know, some of those subscriptions have really added up. So Truebill kind of helps shine a spotlight on some of those corners that you haven't been looking at. And you can just unsubscribe from those right away. And, and in some cases, you know, free up maybe even a hundred plus dollars a month. Yeah, that's I mean, definitely a cost cutter. It's uh, definitely a, a, a cost saver for sure. Uh, one interesting thing with SunTrust moving from SunTrust to Truist, they changed the check card numbers, the actual credit card check card numbers. And uh, you cannot imagine how many emails I'm getting on old subscriptions that I had that I didn't, you know, we, we've been able to do a pretty close monitoring. We were like, oh, uh, do you want to update your payment records? I'm like, you know, no, not really. So it was almost a a free true bill when we changed the credit card numbers um, on our check card. So that was an interesting thing that happened. And many folks that are on their list in the show are probably, you know, so we're former SunTrust or, you know, now they're truest and they've changed everything. So that, that was kind of my own amateur true bill uh, foray into it. And we'll try to get somebody from true bill actually on the show. Cause we do, appreciate what they do and we're glad that they're they're helping out with budgeting which is one of the biggest important parts of um retirement budgeting you want to if it's not just income right and it's also not just building one big number it's kind of looking at your spend and we want to try to stay within that four percent rule right um and sam i think you're going to go ahead and play the four percent rule now i want people to hear the four percent rule chapter um from my book annuity 360 also if you want to get a free copy of my book, all you have to do is visit annuity360.net. That's annuity360.net, and you can get a free download copy. And also, if you want to get a free copy of my book, Annuity360, go ahead and reach out to us and um, send us an email at forward at activewealth.com. That's F-O-R-D at activewealth.com, and we'll send you a hard copy. We just need your name, mailing address, email, and phone, and we'll send that out to you. Chapter 7, The 4% Rule. Big idea. Withdrawing 4% or less annually from your portfolio will ensure that you will not draw down your account too quickly 
and that your income lasts for your entire retirement. The 4% rule is a rule of thumb used by investors to determine how much retirees should withdraw from their retirement account each year. This rule should ideally help provide a steady income stream for the retiree while also maintaining an account balance that keeps their income flowing throughout retirement. By withdrawing only 4% from your account, many financial professionals believe this will help your wealth last through your retirement and that you will be able to live comfortably with this withdrawal rate. This rule helps financial planners and retirees set the withdrawal rate for their portfolios. Life expectancy also plays an important role in this process by determining if the selected rate will be sustainable. Retirees that live longer will need portfolios to last longer, and medical costs and other expenses could increase as retirees age. Where did this rule come from? The 4% rule was created using historical data on stock and bond returns over a 50-year period from 1926 to 1976. Before the early 1990s, experts generally considered 5% to be the safe amount for retirees to withdraw from their portfolio each year. In 1994, William Bengen, a financial advisor, conducted a study of historical returns. He focused heavily on the severe market downturns in the 1930s and the 1970s. Bengen concluded that even during those markets, there was no historical basis that a withdrawal rate based on the 4% rule would exhaust a retirement portfolio in less than 33 years. What about inflation? Some retirees will choose to stick to the 4% rule all the time and never adjust for inflation. However, the rule allows retirees to increase the withdrawal rate to keep up with inflation. There are two options to do this. The first option provides steady and predictable increase while the second option will more effectively match your income to cost of living changes. Option one, setting a flat annual increase of 2%, which is the Federal Reserve's target inflation rate. Option two, adjusting withdrawals based on actual inflation rates. The first option provides steady and predictable increase, while the second option will more effectively match your income to cost of living changes. Two scenarios where you should avoid using the 4% rule. Scenario one, a severe or protracted market downturn can erode the value of a high-risk investment vehicle much faster than it can in a typical retirement portfolio. Be cognizant of the health of the market and talk with a professional if you have any questions or want to make changes to your portfolio. Scenario 2. The 4% rule does not work unless you commit to it year in and year out. Violating the rule for one year to splurge on major purchases can have severe consequences down the road. It will reduce the principal, which directly impacts the compound interest that the retiree depends on for sustainability. Chapter 6, The Rule of 100. Big idea. You want to risk less as you get older because you have less time to make up any big losses. As you get closer to your golden years, many financial professionals advise gradually reducing your risk. Retirees and pre-retirees don't have the luxury of waiting for the market to bounce back after a dip. The dilemma is figuring out how safe you should be in certain stages of your life. For years, a commonly cited rule of thumb has helped simplify asset allocation. This rule states that individuals should hold a percentage of their stocks that is equal to 100 minus your age. For example, a 60-year-old would have 40% of their holdings in stocks and 60% in fixed income products like bonds, or fixed indexed annuities. Why you should follow the rule of 100. 
Take our current example of a 60-year-old. At age 40, your risk capacity is higher. You have more time to rebuild your wealth should you experience a dip in the market. However, at age 60, you can't afford to risk as much of your portfolio in the market because the time horizon to rebuild your wealth is much shorter. Rule of 120? Many financial advisors now advocate the rule of 120 so they can get a significant rate of return for their clients and maintain management of the portfolio. I disagree. With today's market volatility, a retiree does not want to go back to work in a job making less than what they made before. They must consider following the rule of 100 or at least a 50-50 smart financial plan that is built equally with smart risk and smart safe investments. I hope you guys enjoyed you know, chapter seven, the 4% rule in chapter six, uh, the rule of 100 from my book, Annuity 360. And I, I wanted to, I want to reiterate, you know, in 1994, William Bengen, a financial advisor, conducted a study of historical returns, and he focused heavily on the severe market downturns in the 30s and 70s. And he concluded that even those, those, those markets, there was no historical basis on withdrawal rate based on 4%. The rule would exhaust a retirement portfolio in less than 33 years. Bottom line is, if you can stay in that 4% rule area where you're only taking out 4% withdrawal rate from your portfolio each year, it is likely you're not going to run out of money in your 30 to 35 plus year retirement. So that is something to really consider. We want to make sure that your money outlives you, not you outliving your money. We don't want you to become burdens on your kids. Also rule of 100, we want to make sure we're doing everything we can to be smart about things um, and not take too much risk. And also let's do some smart risk and smart safe elements to the portfolios. Harry Markowitz in 1952 was given credit for being the founder of the 60-40 portfolio, modern portfolio theory. That's a 70-year-old strategy. I would beg you to consider something different. Take the 40, it was 60% stocks and 40% bonds, both traded on the same markets and in the U.S. markets, but also negatively correlated. Bonds and stocks usually don't don't move together. So what I would encourage you to consider is taking the 40% and investing like maybe half of that or 20% of your overall portfolio into fixed index annuities and, and the other half of the bond portfolio. So another 20% would be invested into a structured note ladder. If you've got questions on this, I want to encourage you to visit activewealth.com. Click that set an appointment button in the upper right corner, and we're happy to talk to you. Feel free to give us a call again at 770-685-1777 as well. And we're here to help you. And so we come back from the break. We're going to talk more about a smart financial plan. We wanted to make sure we were at least covering um, our cost cutter uh, with Truebill and take a look at that at truebill.com. And then we also wanted to cover kind of budgeting and what you should be doing and making sure you're paying extra special attention to the amount of money you spend during retirement so you don't over withdraw and overburden your portfolio. When we come back for the break, we're going to talk about a smart financial plan that includes smart safe, smart risk, and smart tax investing, and also smart health planning. You're listening to Active All Show right here on AM 920 The Answer. I don't care what you say anymore. This is my life. Go ahead with your own life. Leave me alone. 
And welcome back, Activators, the Active Wealth Show. And if you're wondering who an activator is, it's somebody who wants to protect and grow their wealth. They want a peaceful retirement. They want to plan and build a tax-efficient, fee-efficient, and market-efficient portfolio um, to prepare for retirement. They also want to not over-withdraw money from their retirement nest egg. And there's somebody that's making the right choices. And we hope we're helping you make the right choices. And part of that is a smart financial plan. And what we consider a smart financial plan, it basically equals smart, safe decisions and smart, safe investing, smart risk investing or smart risk decisions. And also what we would call smart tax decisions and investing in diversifying your buckets of money into tax deferred and even tax advantage or tax free investment bu buckets. So let me just handle the, the smart tax side really quickly. So there's only two types of tax-free investments out there. Number one is life insurance. And many folks that are listening to us that are 30, 40, and 50 plus years old, if you're under, say, age 60 years old, I would encourage you to consider an index universal life policy. That would be a great thing to consider. So you can build a retirement that includes tax-free retirement income. That would be kind of remarkable. And the second type of tax-free investments are Roth IRAs. So that's what we're trying to do there is we're trying to move money from your IRA to your Roth IRA in a laddered fashion. So we're doing it a little bit at a time, a little bit each year. So if you got 500 grand to move out of your old 401k that's now in an IRA, you're going to move, say, you know, or maybe it's 600 grand, you're going to move $150,000 a year plus the growth money. So you have a five-year plan to move all that money from your IRA to your Roth IRA. And I'm going to give you one special hint here. You want to use taxable money, so money that's sitting in a savings account or in an investment account to pay the taxes on the money that is moved on that conversion um, from your IRA to your Roth IRA. So therefore, the money moves dollar for dollar. So 100% of the money that you're moving from your IRA moves into the Roth IRA and you're paying that, let's say it's 20% taxes, you're paying the taxes on with your using your investment account or your savings account or a check or money sitting in checking. It's a really good idea to take tax deferred money, pay the taxes on that conversion with taxable money. And then the result is 100% of the money you're moving goes into a tax-free bucket. Again, with a Roth IRA or a Roth ladder conversion, the only medicine there is you've got to wait five years to access the principal and the gains. So that's the smart tax tip and hint for the day. And again, recap that hint or that tip is just, let's just make sure we're doing everything we can, folks, to move all the money we're moving from our IRA dollar for dollar into a Roth IRA. And we've got a lot of clients have done that and they're extremely happy with how much their Roth IRA has grown because there's no RMDs, no required minimum distributions with Roth IRAs, and there's no taxes on money withdrawn as long as you wait the five-year period from the five-year period from the time you open the account or the time five-year period from when you do a Roth ladder conversion. Also, the, the mechanism, the function, or the process in which you implement a Roth IRA conversion you complete a Roth conversion form and you tell them how much money you want to move over and how you're going to pay the taxes on it and all that stuff. And you, we submit it to our number one uh, money custodian is TD Ameritrade. And we move that money over um, and pay the taxes on it. And therefore you're taking the tax bite on the front end, 
but then the IRS is not your partner in retirement on that Roth IRA account, which we think is incredibly attractive, especially if you think taxes are going to go up in the future, which all of us generally do, or at least most of us do. Then I want to talk about smart, safe solutions. So there's an investment option out there where you can invest in into a financial product that is not invested in the market. It grows with safety. It's got market upside. There's limited to no downside. Principles and gains were protected or are protected. And the low cost, it's usually around zero to 1% annual fee. Most of the time it's, it's, it's 0% the way we do it because we invest in things that don't have income rider fees and other, the other types of financial products that usually carry income rider fees. We try to avoid those for our clients and then, or try to help our clients avoid those income rider fees. And then there's the time horizon on these products is generally between five and 12 years or 14 years these days um, can go all the way up to 16 years on a surrender period. And you can potentially earn between five and nine plus percent per year on these products. And there's also options for guaranteed income. The owners of not in the market investing of those products lost $0 in 2008 and 2009. That is a remarkable change to the buy and hold approach where folks lost 38% in 2008 and lost another 13% in 2009. We think not in the market investing with fixed index annuities is a really good idea. It's something to consider. And if you've got questions about that, or if you've got an old variable annuity sitting around and it's costing you three to 6%, let us help you. Let us help reduce those fees, get you in a new product with a 1035 exchange and help you get a rate of return that's five to nine plus percent. We can help you do that. All you've got to do is visit activewealth.com, click that set an appointment button. We look forward to talking with you. And we we can meet with you in our office here in the King Queen building on the 29th floor. We've got a heck of a view um, in our conference room, or you can and take pictures and all that stuff. If you want, you can bring the grandkids, the kids, whatever you want to do, or we can get on a quick Zoom call and make it convenient for you, whatever you want to do. Happy to help you. We're running out of time on the show, so we're going to do a final countdown. But what next week, we're going to talk about the smart risk side of investing um, and also what happened to folks, again, invested in a buy and hold strategy and just hang in their approach um, during 2008 and 2009. It's the final countdown. So let's recap what you may have missed. It's the final countdown. So on today's show, we gave you a market update. We talked about um, the lowest jobless claims. We gave you updates on what's going on with um, unemployment. And then we also gave you an update on um, that Ron DeSantis signed a bill requiring financial literacy to be taught in schools, which we think is a really good thing for all Americans. And hopefully other governors follow suit. And we're calling out Governor Brian Kemp to do everything he can in the state of Georgia to do the same thing. Um, we also played our new segment, The Rate is Right. We talked about rate down being bonds and being something to be concerned with, with the yield and, on U.S. corporate bonds and also with U.S. corporate bonds trading at 135 times earnings um, on a go-for PE ratio. We think that is something to be concerned with and to try to start replacing your bond investment with structured notes or with fixed index annuities. We also talked about a smart um, financial plan with smart safe, smart risk, and 
smart tax solutions. We got into smart safe and smart tax. Also, when you're investing, you want to consider the rule of 100 and not take too much risk. And we look forward to talking about smart risk solutions as part of a smart financial plan next week on the Active Wealth Show. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Active Wealth Show. You deserve to work with a private wealth management firm that will strategically work to protect your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free consultation, call your chief financial advisor, Ford Stokes, at 770-685-1777 or visit activewealth.com. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Active Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Investments involve risk, and unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. A purchaser should evaluate and understand all of the risks and costs of an investment in structured notes, SNs, prior to making any investment decision. A purchase of an SN entails other risks not associated with an investment in conventional bank deposits. A purchaser may not have a right to withdraw his or her investment prior to maturity or could incur substantial penalties for an early withdrawal if permitted. A purchaser should carefully read the disclosure statement and any other disclosure statements for a SN before investing. An investment in SNs is not FDIC insured and is subject to credit risk. The actual or perceived creditworthiness of the note issue may affect the market value of SNs. SNs will not be listed on any securities exchange. Even if there is a secondary market, it may not provide enough liquidity to allow purchasers to trade or sell SNs. As a holder of SNs, purchasers will not have voting rights or rights to receive cash dividends or other distributions or other rights in the underlying assets or components of the underlying assets. Certain built-in costs are likely to adversely affect the value of SNs prior to maturity. The price, if any, at which the notes can be purchased in secondary market transactions, if at all, will likely be lower than the original issue price and any sale prior to the maturity date could result in a substantial loss. SNs are not designed to be short-term trading instruments. Purchasers should be willing to hold any notes to maturity. The tax consequences of SNs may be uncertain. Purchasers should consult their tax advisor regarding the U.S. federal income tax consequences of an investment in SNs. If a SN is callable at the option of the issuer and the SN is called, the holder will receive only the applicable redemption amount and will not receive any coupon payments that would have been payable for the remainder of the term of the SN. SNs are not FDIC insured, may lose principal value, and are not bank guaranteed. This material is provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell securities. All data believed to be reliable but not guaranteed or responsible for reliance on this data. Past performance is not indicative of future results, which may vary. The value of investments and the income derived from investments can go down as well as up. Future returns are not guaranteed, and a loss of principal may occur. Brookstone does not provide accounting tax or legal advice. Investors should be aware that a determination of the tax consequences to them should take into account their specific circumstances and that the tax law is subject to change in the future or retroactively. And investors are strongly urged to consult with their own tax advisor regarding any potential strategy, investment, or transaction. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. Historical performance results for market indices generally do not reflect the deduction of transaction and or custodial charges or the deduction of an investment management fee, the incurrence of which would have the effect of decreasing historical performance results. Economic factors, market conditions, and investment strategies will affect the performance of any portfolio, and there are no assurances that it will match or outperform any particular benchmark. The investment strategy and types of securities held by the comparison indices may be substantially different from the investment strategy and the types of securities held by the strategy. Not FDIC insured, may lose principal value, no bank guarantee.